Star Wars 7x7 episode 2657. The thing that keeps coming back to me is the idea of unlearning what you have learned. And if you have the opportunity to do that when exploring the novel Ronin, well, then you are in for quite a ride. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So Ronin is the first Star Wars Visions novel and it is by Emma Mieko Kandon and they've written this incredible novel building upon the world of Star Wars Visions and specifically The Duel which was the first of the nine shorts in that whole first season if you will of Star Wars Visions and this episode of the show is going to be a non-spoiler review and I'm going to start by talking about the initial publisher's summary. Here's what we get out of this thing so far. This is what the world has been told about this. This is what you and I were told about this prior to the novel's release, which is today. Yay! A mysterious former Sith wanders the galaxy in this stunning Star Wars tale. It's an original novel inspired by the world of the duel from the Star Wars Visions animated anthology. It goes on to say, the Jedi are the most loyal servants of the Empire. Two decades ago, Jedi clans clashed in service to feuding lords. Sickened by this endless cycle, a sect of Jedi rebelled, seeking to control their own destiny and claim power in service of no master. They called themselves Sith. The Sith Rebellion failed, succumbing to infighting and betrayal, and the once rival lords unified to create an empire. But even an empire at peace is not free from violence. Far on the edge of the Outer Rim, one former Sith wanders, accompanied only by a faithful droid and the ghost of a less civilized age. He carries a lightsaber but claims lineage to no Jedi clan and pledges allegiance to no lord. Little is known about him, including his name, for he never speaks of his past nor his regrets. His history is as guarded as the red blade of destruction he carries sheathed at his side. As the galaxy's perpetual cycle of violence continues to interrupt his self-imposed exile, and he is forced to duel an enigmatic bandit claiming the title of Sith, it becomes clear that no amount of wandering will ever let him outpace the specters of his former life. And I will tell you that that is about as good a description of the book as you are going to get, and yet it tells you absolutely nothing. And the reason why I say that is because, well, there are a few reasons. First of all, the fact that we are dealing with, for all intents and purposes, an alternate galactic universe, right? This is not the Star Wars that we know, and yet there are terms like Jedi and Sith that have an application to what you and I know as the you know, canon timeline, as the lore, if you will, and it's also, the kind of terminology used in what used to be called the old expanded universe, now Legends, right? And the current canon and the old EU slash Legends have a similar way of thinking about the Jedi and the Sith. This way of thinking in Visions is, you know, sort of related in a kind of what-if multiverse kind of way, except it is definitely a different thing entirely. I mean, when you hear that the Jedi are working for the Empire, right, that already tells you that we're talking about 
an entirely different reality. And so part of the challenge of reading this book, but part of the joy of it as well, is rediscovering the notion of what it means to be a Jedi in the context of this story, what it means to be a Sith in the context of this story, and how it might actually illuminate our way of thinking about the official quote-unquote canon, if you will. And that's what I mean by what I said at the top of the show about the unlearning what you've learned as you proceed into the depths of the novel because, yeah, it's something that, whereas the literal understanding of, you know, what we think of as Jedi and Sith you know, already exists, this definitely doesn't follow it, and yet it has the ability to make us think more deeply about what we understand of the Jedi and Sith in that prime sort of timeline. And related to that, related to the idea of creating a different conception of what Jedi and Sith are within the Visions storytelling world, there's a lot of world building that has to happen as a result within Visions, and it is handled very well and you know, very methodically, but I don't want that to mean that, oh yeah, it's just, all right, drop this piece here, drop that piece there, because that's not what Emma does in this story. It is methodically woven into an overall narrative that is by turns philosophical and even poetic with its prose. And when it comes to action sequences then in the book, that sort of lends itself, that style that Emma has, it lends itself more toward a kind of action storytelling where, as opposed to getting the particular blow-by-blow -blow details of what happens in an action sequence. Instead, you're getting more about the characters themselves and you know, what we learn about the characters and how the characters grow and how their story arcs are advanced as a result of the action sequences taking place. And something I should also flag is that Emma does the multi-part battle situation very well, right? Like, think about, say, The Phantom Menace, where there is the palace attack, and then there's the attack on the droid control ship, and then there's the Jedi battling versus Darth Maul, and then there's the field battle with the Gungans and the tanks, right? So, battle on four different fronts, and you get the similar sort of battle on multiple fronts situation within Emma's novel and they handle it tremendously well. All right, another reason why that synopsis tells you everything and then also kind of tells you nothing is because this novel is a very well-constructed collection of <laughs> secrets and lies for all intents and purposes. So there are things about that description about the Sith Rebellion that get revealed over the course of the novel because it turns out that our main character, our Ronan, played a particularly vital role in this whole situation and yet because that Ronan is <laughs> not inclined to speak about what's going on in his head or what's going on with his experience. It is eventually revealed layer by layer, unfolded very elegantly, and it happens among a cast of supporting characters who are basically all, including the Ronin, either lying to each other, keeping secrets from each other, not talking about their past, and yet it becomes relevant to their situations as they progress through the novel. And so, in a similar way to how we're rediscovering what it means to be a Jedi or a Sith in this particular setting, we're also continually discovering and rediscovering who these characters are as the novel progresses, which is an unusual experience. 
ultimately the experience of running for me was kind of like one big trust exercise because by stages you kind of have to let go of your own ideas about Star Wars and at the same time you have to trust that you're in the hands of an accomplished storyteller who is revealing to you pieces of the story bit by bit and you know, undoing contradictions that happen when characters tell lies to each other or when elements are held from our own awareness. And some things seem familiar and are kind of familiar and some things are definitely different from what you expect them to be in terms of your own normal experience of Star Wars, if you will. And so what you're left with is giving yourself over to a story and a storyteller and the words being put on the page. And if you're able to do that, then you will have a great time with Ronan. And that's where we're gonna stop for today's episode. We're gonna dig a little more deeply into the story in subsequent episodes, but for now, that's gonna do it for this episode of the show. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.